Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, what do we have going on today? We have our friend, Steve Chuan, who was on before, and I loved his personal testimony before, but he's going to talk about what God's doing in the marketplace as a business coach and a consultant. And Steve and his wife, many of you know who they are, but if you don't know who they are, they're founding pastors of a church called Life as One Church. But he also has Steve Chuan International as an executive and leadership life coach. And then he also started a company that's a kingdom-minded company, but it's for secular business coaching called Insight Out, www.insightoutcorp.com. And they really bring people onto a journey of, of success, but they do it from a way that's really profound because they apply kingdom principles in a really stealth way that helps people to, I think, meet God <laughs> for what their original calling was, who they really are supposed to be. So if you're somebody who's been in the coaching sphere, if you're somebody who's wanted a coach, or if you're somebody who needs a breakthrough or needs some great stories, you don't want to miss this episode because it's so good. Steve is just so, such an expert at who he is. And I love that. We need to become experts in who we're called to be. And he leads us on that journey. So up next, let's see you. I love the prophetic and I love the office of a prophet. And I believe God's reestablishing it in our generation. And I believe that there's some guardrails that we could put up so that this could be a healthy reestablishment. And I wrote a book called Modern Prophets to help you in your business, your church, your ministry, your political office, to incorporate prophetic voices, to actually activate the office of the prophet within your organization. Or maybe you are a prophet or you're a prophetic voice and you know you need to understand how to be activated. And God wants to do this in very clear ways so that it's easy to understand and easy to have those guardrails those boundaries after decades of moving in the prophetic. I wrote this as an instructional manual to help you, but it'll help you to activate people in your community and in your midst. Even if you're the prophet, it's going to help you to activate the atmosphere around you to receive that gift and understand your gifting. So this book comes with a masterclass where you can actually have assignments and understanding to take you deeper. And I love how we film this. It's going to be so informational, but also impartational. Get the book, get the masterclass for you now. Well, welcome back. We're here, Sean, with Steve Chua. Steve, welcome. It's so great to be back with you guys. I know we always love when you come because you represent the best of both worlds, ministry and also business. You help people on both sides of the fence. You've done both yourself. But I think in this in this time that we're in, and Bob and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time, where there's been the quiet quitting movement, where so many employees quit their jobs. You have I mean, I mean, Amazon laid off some people at Disney laid off eight or 9,000 people. I mean, like it's the amounts of layoffs and the amount of like job loss. I think I, I read 9 million jobless people right now in, in our nation. And it's only growing. They're expecting 14 million by the end of the year, if not more. And then I think of other nations that are going through similar things, but there's a lot of hope because if you don't have faith, maybe there's not a lot of hope. I don't know. Like you just put your hope in your career and your ability or your skill, whatever. But as a Christian, we know that God's reordering and transitioning and doing things. And in your life, you're helping to give people hope and also position them not only in faith, but also in their careers. So kind of take us on the journey because we've heard your story. For those of you who didn't hear Steve last time on our podcast, we'll leave uh, that link in the notes because it was amazing. I love Steve and I love his story. But kind of take us on the journey of where you're at now, because you've been helping a lot of people through this recession time. I mean, we're still piggybacking off of coronavirus. There's natural disasters everywhere. There's political upheaval. There's, you know, rumors of war and war type activities. 
And then there's Steve Chua. <laughs> so welcome. Let's talk about this. Well, you know, as you're talking about all of those things, Sean, you know, I actually believe that some of the shaking and some of the troubles are just preparing us for this harvest that people are talking about. Mm. And and am I actually beginning to more realize that I'm not sure that that harvest is going to be collected in what we know as the church, but mm-hmm. actually it's going to be more in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And in that process, we've got to be able to know how to be in both worlds. Okay, yeah. we need to be in heaven and earth. Okay, but somehow we need to be able to translate heaven to earth. And uh, mm-hmm. and that's really what I've started seeing as uh, as an executive leadership coach. I mean, and through the pandemic, with all the shaking, people are actually looking for answers. Wow. And, uh, and my clientele grew through the pandemic to eleven, to uh, that I was seeing eleven clients to now th- almost thirty clients right now. Wow. Uh, and grown, and I've, I've grown, I think, almost fifty percent in the last six weeks. Okay, because of the issues that are going on, people are asking, what do I do? How do I navigate through these times? And I think it's so ripe right now for, for the kingdom of God to invade, uh, for heaven wanting to come into these situations and show what, what Jesus is really like. And quite a few of your clients aren't believers. These are just people who are wanting answers and help. Oh, I would say over, over half my clients are not believers. And wow. that's, the fun, that's the fun part, okay, is because God loves the world, okay? Mm-hmm. He loves... And and I believe that every human being is made in the image and likeness of Jesus. And so my role as a coach is how can I bring that out of you, whether you know Jesus or not. And hopefully, as we bring it out, you'll discover something which is really cool, that Jesus really does care about you. What are you seeing, Steve? Uh, are, do you, are you seeing people come to you hopeless, without courage? Um <laughs> How are you? What are you seeing? And 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 tell us a little. Yeah, are bit. you like a therapist where people come? You're like their last ditch effort to try and be successful, or are they already like successful and they're just looking for answers? You're like most of my flash forward. I actually have both, but a lot of my clients are already very very successful, multi multi millionaires, billionaires, uh, who come on my way, but they're lost. Okay, mm-hmm. you would think that their success, they would have it all together, but they're actually as broken as as people who don't have money, but just in different ways. You know, I often say that uh, there's there's different types of poverty. And for the rich, they are what I call uh, spiritually and relationally poor, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, they may be motivationally and materially rich, you know, whereas I would say the poor are often motivationally and materially poor, but relationally and spiritually rich, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so in that process, th- those that I'm working with are actually incredibly lonely. When you hit the pinnacle of a, a situation, they, they, there's not many people that they can talk to because anything they can say can have rippling effects right across uh, the industry. And so I get the privilege of being that kind of Daniel Joseph position, which is kind of fun, mm-hmm. uh, and just say, well, God, what are you saying? And so a lot of people coming to answer your question is is they're coming desperate. They're mm-hmm. coming actually with everything that's happened. They don't have the answers. They're they're their brilliance has got them so far, but they don't have the brilliance of heaven. Wow. And so we want to be able to position them so that they can actually begin to realize that God has a design for them and God has a design for their future and their destiny. And the scriptures that are spoken to us are just relevant to people who don't believe than do believe. Okay. And it's that doorway into the heart that, that hopefully uh, God uses for me to let heaven invade into them. And you don't obviously use this kind of language though, right? Because you're 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 talking like a pastor right now, which is amazing because I love you were a pastor for so many years. But talk about like somebody who 
doesn't have a Christian foundation and how they're seeing these kinds of changes in their life, because I know you have, you have a structure God's given you and how to coach people that doesn't really involve religious language. I think it's important for people to oh, hear because yeah. of what God's doing. It's like, you're, you're kind of in stealth mode in some ways, but well, people, at the same time, you're not. Well, people are put off by Christianese. Okay. They're actually put off by religious language. And so it's actually learning. I love your book, translating God, Sean. Okay, but it's that same thing. It's translating the kingdom in ways that people in the world can hear it and understand it and can relate to it. Mm -hmm. And actually, when you give them kingdom wisdom in ways that they can understand, they kind of go, "That's genius. Where'd you get it from?" Okay, I'll give you an example. I, I, I recently I've picked up a client, and again, I was saying she came to me very, very. Look, if you looked at her, she was death warmed up. She was depressed. Somebody had recommended uh, her to see me. Um, and I started getting into it and through the pandemic and everything that was going on, the family dysfunction and unfortunately a lot of wealthy families, you know, that crazy rich Asian movie that, yeah. that actually, there's a lot of truth to it. There's a lot of control dysfunction, all sorts of things going on. And this, uh, she was, uh, she was the founder's daughter. Okay. And she was just the family pain that was going on was huge. And she didn't know what to do. She was angry. She was enraged. She felt so much injustice. And I just looked at her. And, and what we would say in the Christian world was, you need to forgive. You need to forgive those who've hurt you. Okay. But I just simply said, you know what? You're hurting yourself and you just need to know how to let it go. Mm -hmm. okay? Totally understand. So what do you mean by letting it go? And I said, well, you know, these people that you're holding on to, you're holding on to such anger, rage, and bitterness that actually they're not being affected by it. The only person who's being affected by it is you. Yeah. Okay. And so, but when you let go, it doesn't mean that what they've done is right. It actually means that you're not harming yourself in that process. And you can see more objectively. And she looked at me and said, well, how, how do I do that? And I said, okay, just for a moment, list me the people that are, are the ones that are the biggest problems right now. And she listed four or five names. I said, let's take the first one. So she said, okay. And I said, okay, I want you to close your eyes. And I want to see that person that you're angry with. And I said, yeah, okay. So what's the first thing that you feel? And she said, I feel rage. Okay, so I said, I want to take all that rage. I want to see that, put in a trash bag. Okay, tie the trash bag up. Now, heavy, how heavy is that bag? And she goes, oh, it's really heavy. Okay, I said, okay. Now put it in front of that person. All right. And then what's the next thing you feel? I feel rejection, a huge rejection. I said, okay, mm -hmm. put it in the trash bag. How heavy is that? By the time she finished, we had 14 trash bags wow. in front of this one person, okay? And I said, well, now look at all of that. What, what, it, what, how heavy is all that stuff? She said, that's enormous. I said, that's what you've been carrying. That's the, what we would call the burden, okay? Yeah. That's the trash you've been carrying inside of you, all right? And so I, 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 I said to her, would you just... Uh, would you just close your, is, with her eyes closed, would you just, uh, I said, are you religious anyway? She said, when I grew up, I was a Catholic. And I said, okay, uh, would you be willing to just invite Jesus just to come in here for a moment because he's really good at dealing with trash? And she goes, sure. Okay, so she says, All right, Jesus come. And immediately Jesus pops up in this wow. in there and says, burn this. And she, he looks at her and says, burn this up. And so she burns it up, okay, and literally sees all the trash go into ash and then, and then Jesus looks and says, now, now let me take this guy away from you and walks away. Okay, just like that. She doesn't know Jesus, all right? And, and the moment she did that, 
she opens her eyes with tears coming down her ears. I, I feel like, she says, I feel I can breathe. I mean, literally, physically, I say, I feel I can breathe more. And I said, well, would you like us to go through the other people? She says, I want to do this myself. Oh, wow. And so over the next week, she went through all the other five or six people on her list. And then she sent me this email, okay? And he said, so I forgave all these people doing the meditation that you taught me. And she said, you're not going to believe this, but I feel like I have more space in my lungs. I can breathe better. My mm. shoulders feel lighter. I'm able to sleep better without waking up in the middle of the night or taking medication. I've been able to slow down my thoughts and stay focused on the things I want. Unpleasant random thoughts have, that come up have gone. I'm less sensitive to the for, to being triggered with my anger. I don't have. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think so much about what people are thinking about me. I'm able to listen to my thoughts better. I feel more comfortable expressing my thoughts. I look forward to catching up with people now, and I feel less guilty about turning down offers. Wow! And, and she she wrote this in this email. And all she did was apply a principle of forgiveness by just calling it how to let things go. Wow. <laughs> you know? I think it's really interesting because Bob, through the years, you don't probably know this or maybe I've told you that I've sent several people to Steve, including some families that are from, you know, barrier families and stuff. And I've watched them. It's so fun to see you, Steve, because you get to the heart of the issue. You don't just coach them on success or how to just navigate really hard business choices, but usually the business choices are uh, kind of a landing strip in your life to actually help them with their heart choices too. And we hear that in this right now, which is so scary for so many people to go to these places, but it's the most freeing thing you could do, whether you do it in a really intentional way with Jesus or just forgiveness works. God made these things work for everybody, whether they choose to do it through him or not. And it's so beautiful that you are investing your time and your space this way. Tell us about so someone who, you know, maybe financially their choices changed because they've had these coaching times with you? Well, I, I, it's funny you should say that. There's a guy that I've been working with for about three years. He's not a believer. His wife's a believer, but he's not. And he's been adamant that he doesn't want anything to do with God. Okay. And, uh, but he's, do, he, he's, 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 he's a brilliant entrepreneur. And he and his partner have been building something in the financial realm, which is going to be, I believe, really significant. Uh, but they ran out of investment money. Okay. And it looked like they had to close everything down. They had this promise of, of money coming in, like $2 million coming in. Uh, and it, and, it, and it, was, it, was a, it fell through, okay? And basically, they had two days left to be hmm. able to find $2 million with no money coming through, okay? And so this guy, he knows, he knows me, and he's, he knows that I'm a, a, I'm a Christian, and he knows his wife is a Christian. And, and so he says, okay, I did, he said, Steve, I did something that I thought you would do because in this moment, I would think, what would Steve do, All right? Because I've had this impact. <laughs> on and so he said, I walked around the streets of this Asian capital city, okay? I won't tell you where, but and with his hands open, and he said, God, if you're there, help, okay? Wow. The first time he's really prayed anything, he just says, he's so desperate, God, if you're there, help, okay? And, and he calls his wife and said, this is what I've just done. And, he, and so how do I know if God's going to help me? That's what he said. And she says, well, I always look for signs. I says, well, I have no time to look for signs right now because I've got a session with Steve. And so he goes and finds this bar, okay, which is, this is in the morning, so it wasn't open, but there were seats outside this bar. And he suddenly realized this was the, the place where he had actually met the guy originally who was going to give him $2 million who backed out. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. So he said, that's an interesting sign. All right. 
And so he gets on a Zoom call with me, sitting outside this bar, and he's telling me what he's done and, and how his wife says, look for signs. And I said, well, I don't know if you realize this, but just to the left of you, you is the sign happy hour. Okay. And, and I think you're about to go into a happy hour. And he kind of goes, you know, okay, you know, but I need $2 million, right? So we, we talk it all through, process it. And he's just saying, well, next time I see you, I'll be bankrupt. Okay. And, and I said, well, th- don't go there yet. We've still got, you still got a day and it's your happy hour. So he gets off uh, the call with me. And as he's walking away, his cell phone rings and somebody totally random says to him, uh, is that you? And he goes, yeah. He says, I don't know why, but this morning I felt like I rethought about the investment that you had. And I'm going to, I want to give you $2 million today. Is that okay? <laughs> mm. Okay. Oh my gosh. The guy calls me back streaming uh, literally in tears. Okay. And he says to me, okay, I believe there's a God. <laughs> I mean, I mean oh. because the person, this, this, this is a random person. It wasn't the original two million. This is something yeah. totally different. And he says, I believe there is a God. And Easter, he was sitting in church, you know, and he just said, what do I do in church? I just said, just say, thank you. All right. So he's just started with thank you. And all of a sudden, he's just started opening his spiritual journey, okay. And 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 I and I and I've been thinking, I wish I had that two million. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so so what you're seeing in the midst of uh, of all the things in the economy and in the world is hope. Yeah. And and it it sounds like you're giving your clients hope. You yeah. Know, with, all the, with all the darkness going on, we have to bring light. Yeah. And hope is the greatest light that you can bring, okay? And But you have to have hope with something to back it up with, you know? And that's why I love I, I love Jesus so much, because Jesus wants to back up everything he did on the cross for mm-hmm. and, and just to see it, like I was saying earlier, applying kingdom principles and allowing people, whether they know Jesus or not, to apply them, okay? And seeing these things happen, to me, brings me great hope that actually this darkness that we're seeing is only darkness in the world's eyes but i think uh jesus is rubbing his hands right now saying just wait what's going to happen next you know yeah and i think it's really interesting too because i think you come from a place of not just a bunch of principles or formulas but you come from, from a place of relationally connected to holy spirit who can lead you and I, I feel bad sometimes when i i see motivational things come across my you know email or whatever for some seminar for the 12 steps of success for ai right now or whatever and I just think the hard thing is it's, it's really, there's brilliance in it. There's some good things in it. But the things that have helped me along my journey the most is when somebody relationally connected with God about me to me. And I love that that's the kind of coaching you do. And you help to equip people in their leadership because it's a relational process. And I think that's, that's super key to me. That's super key to how people grow. I want to ask you this in the midst of that, because we're going to be doing a class together soon next month for the month of June. And if you, if you listen to this or hear this or watch this after June, you can still go back and be a part of the class because you watch it on your time or be a part of it. But it will be, we have some live sessions and components for it. But you you are giving away a lot of different types of resources throughout the way you do things for your own church that you and your wife have planted through this kind of event or this kind of class that we're doing. But you've also written books and the, your newest book's coming out right now. Tell us about this book. Oh, I'm, I'm super excited. It should be out by the time this podcast comes out. It's called yeah. Free, Free to Be Me. Unlocking all you were created to be, and it really—it's—it's been ten. Actually, I would say it's been fifty years in the in the making, uh, because it really is about transformation of your identity. 
and understanding how God created you to be, but why so many of us don't live to the full potential yeah. that God intended. I think all of us inside say there has to be more, but actually we are our own worst enemy. I mean, you can have all the unhealing and deliverance that you like, but if you don't have a, if you don't see yourself as God sees you, you keep recycling your demons. Mm. All right. And, and in this book, uh, it's, it's really a lot of it is my testimony because for like 35 years, I didn't know my God, my dad loved me. Okay. And I was desperately trying to prove my worth, trying to prove my value and significance. But when I had an encounter with the father, both naturally and supernaturally, okay, everything changed. Love changes everything. I don't know if you believe yeah. that, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> and when you know that you're loved, then you don't have to look for value because you know you're valued. And you've probably heard me say this before. If you know your value, you add value. But if you don't know it, you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to find it. And in wow. this book, we're trying to deal with the things that have sabotaged your identity, which is sabotaging your destiny, which is taking away your security. And and through stories and through uh, through biblical principles, plus uh, we've, we've created exercises for people to do. It's like a self-help book. Okay, wow. to hear the Holy Spirit. We've even got a QR code, which I've done a a, a 15 minute um, uh, music meditation, helping you to hear the voice of God for to your identity in there as well. So there's all these resources that are there because when you get aligned with your identity, you almost get a hundred percent return. Okay, I'm finding that right now in my life as a coach. I'm just everything that I believe God created me to be, and and seeing. God just moved powerfully that way. And that's my desire for everyone through this book. So free to be me. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, and uh, I, I believe it will truly change people's lives. Steve, that's so exciting. I mean, I, I know one of the things I like to talk about is our identity is that we're loved sons and daughters of God. And whatever happens after that um, is God's responsibility. And I know you believe that because we've talked about that. And it sounds like this book is a divine representation of that fact. Yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's going to be, it's, it, I, I know it's transformational because it, it's, it transformed it's me. It's your own life. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's that's super powerful, that a buzzword like identity. That's a, such a buzzword in culture right now. Mm -hmm. It's something that God thought of first and he gave us an identity. And I love that you've taken people on this journey through this book and your life does that every day, which is so pow powerful and profound. I'm so glad people who want to join the class and their spiritual growth Academy, you can go to bullsministries.com and you can join Steve in this class and you're going to be coached and ask your questions to Steve live and also get that book. I'm encouraging you to get the book. Steve, thank you so much for being with us today. It's such a privilege and it's so good to see you both. And uh, it's been an honor to be here. Well, we want to hear more from you in the future. I hope you will come back on. But for those of you who are watching, up next is Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month. Plus, our back catalog is available to you as well on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to bullsministries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Sean, our old friend, is so interesting, and he's just evolved so much since the first time we talked to him. I know. It's, I think, you know, he's been on this trajectory outside of traditional ministry into helping people to influence, especially in the marketplace, their, their full calling, realize their full calling, and he was doing that as a pastor, but but he knew that there was a change to make. And 
I love the fact that he was brave enough to transition in his career, not mm -hmm. in his 20s, not in his 30s, but later to do something he's doing now. And I feel like God's saying a lot of people in the marketplace, like what he started out the show with is that God's moving a lot of the people who are going to be in this next great harvest may not come through the doors of the church, or they may not even be involved with the church for quite a while of it, because they're meeting Jesus in the place that they work, or they're meeting Jesus in the place of their career. So I was really impacted by what he was saying. Yeah, the thing, the thing that I love as a coach, he's, he's got all these different clients, and but he said that half of them, you know, aren't believers, but he's using kingdom principles. And you and I talk a lot about in the workplace, uh, you know, should we evangelize or not? And, and we believe you and I do that, you know, let your character shine before and let people really ask you, like, you know, what, what are you talking about? And where did you get these principles? And he's doing that in a way with, he said, millionaires and billionaires. And I just think it's, it's so amazing to be using kingdom principles in a way that, in a way that uh, isn't overt, uh, yeah. but is getting the, getting the point across. Well, we've had a lot of people who feel called to coach or consult on the show. And I think Steve, his uniqueness is the fact that he has like 30 plus years of ministry under his belt yeah. and still can speak in language that's not Christianese, like he had mentioned on the show. And I think if you're, if you're going to go into coaching or consulting, I'm going to encourage you to like learn how to give the language and take some courses like he did. He took some courses that were just mainstream coaching courses and got certified. I think, you know, there's something about learning the language of when the, and the, and there is formulas and there are points and there are steps all these kinds of things that help people to go on that journey of success, but then being able to apply your face to it for someone is so powerful. I know, Bob, you have helped to really coach us and you've helped to bring us to another level. And there's something about the way you've drawn your, from your own face, you know, bootstraps of what mm -hmm. you've gone through in life and shared with us at times, especially when we, you first came alongside of us, we were at a place where we were growing so fast and we had cash flow problems because of it and all this stuff that was happening. And we just needed your faith. We needed your confidence to say, oh no, Everyone who goes through like quick growth like you goes through cash flow problems. This is actually pretty normal. Here's what you need to put in order. And it was so, the confidence that you had to just be able to make us feel normal, like that we weren't in crisis, but that we were actually, every, a lot of people go through this. It didn't start with us. It didn't originate with us. I think a lot of us need that safety net of someone else who comes in and, and some of that can be fathering or it could be life coaching. It could be business coaching. It could be counseling. But we need those people. And we need to draw those people in, especially now because culture is so volatile and we need, we need those voices. Yeah. I think uh, Steve's giving courage. And the, the one thing that we can do is give courage from our experience and letting people know it is going to be okay. And, and God is on the throne and God is, does have destiny and, and favor on people's lives. Uh, letting people know that is, is really important. And, and we heard that over and over again from Steve. I'm, I'm just so excited that he's moved into this place. I am too. And he's going to be doing a class with us on leadership on our Spiritual Growth Academy. So if you didn't know this as our listener or viewer, we actually have a Spiritual Growth Academy with four-week classes every month and then one event every month. And you can subscribe to it and you get all the past classes and past events and all the future classes and events. His particular class is on spiritual growth as a leader. And it's going to help you to really fine-tune some things to go on a journey of, it's, it's a good check-in for your leadership skills, for what you're pursuing with God, and also how to apply the voice of God to your leadership in whatever you're leading right now. So I'm going to encourage you to sign up at bowlsministries.com under Academy, and I think you're going to really love this. Well, thank you so much for listening and watching today. We hope to see you next time.
Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.